0: For joining Time Out with PSOA, where sports officials share their stories to help recruit, train, educate not only sports officials, but players, coaches, administrators, and fans. Through this information, we're going to help make us all better for the game. Thank you for taking time out to listen to this podcast. If you're listening to Time Out with PSOA, you are either a sports official you would like to learn more about sports officiating or you're contemplating becoming a sports official. Thank you for finding this podcast and giving us roughly 30 minutes a week to learn more about sports officiating and life. I'm your host, Sean Johnston, and I got this idea about creating a podcast because I wanted people just like yourself to be able to go to a place to learn about what goes into being a sports official. Sports officiating is just like any other advocation hobby, or job. Let's start this podcast from the very beginning. Once upon a time, I was wanting to buy baseball cards. And my mother said, well, go earn some money. The very next day, I saw an advertisement in a local newspaper. Call this number to become a baseball umpire. And so I did. So why did I become a sports official? Simple. Simple. I want to buy baseball cards. Why did I remain a sports official? I love the competition. I love the challenge of being better than my last game. Being the best that I possibly can be every single day. Why do I plan on being a sports official for another 30 plus years, which I told a coach the other night, coach, I'm here for another 30. I remain a sports official because I love the relationships I make while being one. Not only with my partners, but with the players, with the coaches, and with the fans. And as I look back in my career, you start seeing the second generation and third generation going through sport and life. I'd like to hear your story of why you became a sports official. Why did you stick with officiating in the beginning during the tough moments? Why are you going to remain a sports official in the years coming? You can share these stories at our Facebook page by searching PSOA, We will touch base on some of these stories in later episodes. However, I would like to touch on three of them that responded last night. We got Chad Metzger from Nebraska. Started as an official because he coached kids when they were younger and when they reached the high school level, he needed to fill a void, which we're going to talk about today in time, management. So he reached out to PSOA and he started officiating. Why does he continue to officiate today? I love to be a part of the game. The brotherhood, the officials working and learning together. Why does he plan on continuing to officiate many years to come? To give back to the game and to allow players to continue to be playing the games with sports officials. Because in his words, without sports officials, it's just a scrimmage or practice. Matt Schilling from Iowa. Why did he become a sports official? He was a video coordinator for football, and he shared with a group of his experience. And the group said, hey, you have enough knowledge about football. Come be an official. And after that, he started adding baseball to his career. He continues to officiate so kids, again, have officials there so they could play the games. And what inspires him to continue is to pay it forward, paying it back to the officials that officiated him when he was playing, and sharing that experience with the future kids. Kyle Hiley from Colorado, why did he get into officiating? Love of the game. Why does he remain officiating today? To get better, move up the ranks. And then why will he continue to officiating for many years to, in the future? To grow skills and to have the best view of the sporting event. So thank you, Chad, Matt, and Kyle, and those of you who are listening to the podcast, once again, visit our Facebook page. I love to hear your story and share your story to others listening to this podcast. So as a teacher of sports officiating, I also administrate sports officials through PSOA, through the Great Plains Athletic Conference, and the Champions Indoor Football League. I work football, I work basketball, I work baseball from the college level, high school level, all the way down to the youth level. The remainder of this podcast is going to focus on how, as individuals, we can learn how to budget 168. That's the title of this podcast. So you want to be a sports official. Budget 168. Many of you are probably thinking, what is 168? Well, there's seven days in a week. 24 hours in a day, simple math, 168 hours in a week. We as sports officials, just like any other person out there, must learn how to balance the needs and wants so we're successful in life because when we're successful in life, we're going to be successful on the court and field as well. So what does a sports official have to be prepared to balance? Just sports officiating first we got a plan for rule study, we've got a plan for film study, we've got a plan for pregame, and then we've got a plan for camps and clinics for continuing education. This should sound familiar um, in real life. Rule study, school, get ready for a job, all right? Film study, self-reflection, all right? Am I doing my job well? Am I working well with my coworkers? Pregame preparation, am I sleeping? Am I eating? Am I showing up on time? And then camps and clinics. Am I doing continuing education so I could get bonuses, so I could move up the ladder within a company? Again, sports officiating is connected to life. All right, so what do we have to balance this with that we currently have? So we have categories of family, religion, self-care, sleep, and work. So I've done some studies. On average... Every person is different, every situation is different, but I'm using averages here. On average, a person will spend four to six hours a day with their family. On average, a person will spend one to three hours committed to religion. On average, people will spend one hour a day, seven hours a week on self-care. On average, people should prepare to sleep seven to nine hours a day. On average, people have a full-time job 40 hours a week. When you add up family activities such as grandkids, nieces, nephews, date night, religion, going to services, celebrating special holidays, the self-care of physical activity, a walk, a jog, muscle endurance, aerobic exercises, straight-up relaxation, sleep eight hours a day, Work 40 hours a week, that's 118 hours already budgeted in a person's life. So now you have love of the game. You're looking for an extra set of of cash to spend on a vacation, to buy a new car. You have 50 hours a week to dedicate to sports officiating. Another post we put on Facebook was sports officials who are actively working. How many hours a week do you dedicate to sports officiating? And here's the results. Three percent, one to eight hours a week. Twenty-four percent, 11 to 20 hours a week. Forty-three percent, 21 to 30 hours a week. 31 to 40 hours a week, 27 percent. And then there was three percent who spend more than 40 hours a week on sports officiating. So what's the best way to budget these 50 hours? Uh, So this is for the fans, coaches, and players out there. Please understand, officials just don't show up to games, work the games, go home. There's so much more involved in it. For those sports officials out there listening to this podcast, this is a good balance to keep that passion, to keep that love, and not to get burned out. So 50 hours a week we give to sports officiating. One to three hours a week should be rule study reading a rule book, reading a mechanics manual, reading public publishments out there such as Referee Magazine, listening to podcasts such as this one, Time Out with PSOA. When you read 30 minutes a day for enjoyment or self-development, you are going to learn to become a master at that topic you're reading. So they say 10,000 hours on a topic, you'll be a master. Half hour a day will add up really quick. The next topic to be prepared to do is one to three hours of film study. Find a way to record yourself. Find a way to find a mentor. Go and record your mentor. Watch games. This is crazy, and my wife thinks I'm crazy. And if you know me, you know I'm crazy. Stand in front of a television of the sport you, you're going to officiate. And copy what those sports officials are doing when it comes to movements, mechanics. And then when there's a judgment to be made, make that judgment in your head and give the signal and see if it matches to those officials who are on the television. That's one way to get instant feedback on mechanics, signals, judgment. And it's easy to fit into your life. You think about the times you watch television now. Instead of watching your, your show or news, watch a sporting event. Stand up, officiate the game while watching the TV. The next area officials need to prepare for is pregame. All right, typically, two hours per date that we work. <clears throat> we have to prepare for travel. We have to show up early, and we got to warm up. Players warm up. Officials have to warm up. If we don't warm up, we're more likely to get hurt. We're more likely to be sore the next day. And if you're hurt and you can't work, you can't do what you love to do. And then you got to find time to have the discussion with your partners. Previous experience with teams. Previous experience with a certain player. If you had a tough rule situation or a rule situation you didn't know if you handled correctly, take that pregame time to talk. If there's a rules quiz out there, um, depending on conferences or organizations, they do a weekly quiz. Talk about how will a crew handle different situations. Football, two flags. Basketball, double whistle. Baseball, pulled foot swipe tag. Soccer, fouls away from the ball that the assistant referee see. Volleyball, different judgments in or out. These are all things that we could talk about that help us share knowledge, help us get ready for the game. And then the last part besides games is camps and clinics. I will say as a supervisor, I encourage officials to go to one camp, one clinic, per sport, per year. And you're not going necessarily to get hired and move up, but you want to go with the purpose of learning more. Because the more you learn, the more you can share with others. And what, what I have found is those who share with others and teach others, you become a better sports official. Um, so those camps and clinics give you additional information that you don't always read in the rule book. You don't always get from the mechanics manual. Um, it, it's tricks and tips of the trade. All right, so ask your mentors what clinics are good for you. Not every clinic is for everybody. Um, have it meet your goals, have it meet your needs, and make sure you pick the camp and clinic that you're going to enjoy because you are budgeting your time. You're taking time away from family, away from religion, away from sleep, away from work, and you want to use it resourcefully. So looking back on this very first podcast, if you're looking to be a sports official, you can be a sports official. You just got to take a look at your schedule. Make sure you put your family, make sure you put your religion, make sure you put your sleep, make sure you take care of your work. And then your free time can turn into sports officiating time. 50 hours a week, that's above the average. Right now, according to our, our poll, 24%, 20 hours a week. 43%, 30 hours a week. So you will still have 20 hours additional a week for yourself. Um, So many of the areas that we covered here today when it comes to sports officiating, the rule study, the film study, pregame preparation, and camps and clinics, we're going to go into deeper detail in future podcasts. So make sure you report back to Time Out with PSOA once a week to find out what's the next topic we're talking about. Thank you for taking time out with PSOA today. Make sure you follow us on YouTube, find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And for more information to become a sports official, go to PremierSportsOfficials.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you rate it 5 out of 5, share with your friends and family. And until our next time out, remember, you're only as good as your last call. A Heard at Sports Network production.